listening to Real Life with the Homies, hosted by Yayo. What's good, homies? Welcome to yet again another episode of Real Life with the Homies. And as always, I'm your host, Yayo, and I'm never alone. Uh, today, I'm joined by one of the homies. I'm going to let him introduce himself. What it do, what it do, good people. So, my name is Alvin Manyemba. Uh, aka growing simba on social media and yeah thank you for having me bro no 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 appreciate you appreciate you man just give us a young bio man just give us young bio of who alvin is you know all right so i'm a firm believer of not defining yourself by a job school or anything like that so i'm gonna just keep it a hundred. One hundred. So yeah, um, I'm a kind, respectful person who believes in his three truths. I believe in respecting the individual. I believe in open and honest communication. I believe in keeping promises to myself and everyone else. So that's in summary who Growing Simba is. One thing about you, you're listening to Real Life with the Homies. Today we're really going to be touching on a couple of topics that really revolve around the concept of the body and the mind. And to start it off, we're going to be addressing the idea that which is more important, the human body or the human mind? Mm, that's a toughie. <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, I honestly think that both of them are super important because one cannot work in isolation or alone yeah so i believe it's it's both of them are amazing but what i believe is that the human mind is underestimated to a greater extent mm. so yeah i totally agree i totally agree i think there's no body without the mind yeah they co-relate you yeah. know and also there's no mind, mind without, without the, the body, body. Yeah. yes yes i feel like even when you think of how we are as physical beings. I feel like a lot of times when our bodies are feeling some type of way, mm. you know, a lot of that would have happened in the mind as a result of what would have transpired in the mind, you know. Yeah. And having said that, a lot of times we are under the illusion that, you know, our bodies control the mind mm. when I would like to think it's the other way around, mm. you know, in as much as they are codependent. I would like to think, you know, the body is a result of the mind, you yeah. know, how you condition your mind, which is why one of the core reasons we have this platform has always been about mental health. Yeah. Because when we take care of our mental space, we're also taking care of our bodies. I feel so, as if it's also the other way around. Exactly. If you take care of your body, you're taking care of your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But for you to even get to that place of saying, you know what, I'm going to take care of my body. It all starts in the mind, you know, mm -hmm. just to say... The idea of being productive, you yeah. know, being a busy body, you yeah. know, just saying, I'm going to do this and do, do that, it all starts in the mind. Like, for example, you know, I remember this time, sometime last year, we were having a conversation uh, with a friend of mine, and this conversation really sprung from just a simple act of me getting up from the couch and getting my phone. Yeah. And... In that whole, you know, process, she was just looking at me. I was unaware that she was really observant of what was happening. That was a she? Yes. And then she, she, <laughs> she asked, she yeah. asked a question that up till now, like, I'm like, wait a minute. I'd never thought of it that way. You know, mm. she, she's like, do you think you just got up and got your phone and checked whatever that, what was on your phone mm. or your mind positioned you to do that? And mm. my first response was like. Like, it was like a reflex action type of thing, you yeah. know? And then just like, but where did that reflex action come from, you know? So it's like, what I then got from that was like, we have conditioned our minds so much to do certain things that they become habits, they mm. become traits. Mm. And then the body is now reacting in a reflex action. Like it's, it's just used to this, so it just does it, yeah. So, same thing as a person who maybe had maybe a broken leg and now they're trying to start walking again, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Um, you find that when they have a, a physiotherapist, you know, one of the 
biggest thing I've seen them do is to try and condition their mind that you can do this. Yeah. You can do this. It's mm-hmm. like I'm trying to instill it that you can do it. So mm-hmm. it's it's like your mind had told you that you can't. I can't. Yeah. You know. So it's like yes, you might have been unable to walk, mm. but now you then made it like a definite thing. You told you right, that just because I couldn't walk that one time, mm. now I can't walk. Mm. You know. So I think in as much as they correlate, they co-dependent. Mm. I think there's no body without the mind. There's, there's no, no body. Yeah, true. Um, even like when you're talking. Um, there are certain things that you see a a, pud, uh, a puddle of water, right? But then you saw it. That's the body. That seeing sends signals to the mm-hmm. mind to say, dude, you need to jump. jump. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so all of the, they can't be in isolation. But I always like, for this example, I you know, I always like to use examples because they like give a true picture of what it is in context, right? Yeah. So even if you think about a car, if you're sitting inside the car, you are like the mind, mm. right? You are the one who decides to start the car, car. right? You are the one who says, okay, I'm putting it in reverse. Mm. And then you, but the entire body then moves to the command that you send to it. So I feel as if that's how I'd like to look at it. But I know it's your show, but I like to put it's a our twist show. to it. <laughs> homie. So I like to put a twist to it. Yeah. What about the soul? feel as if the soul is like the most important between the three if if it comes to comparison okay i'm uh, before you 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 extend on your ideology about the soul <laughs> yeah. you know uh, we, we 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 first need to to define what the soul really is because i i want to understand when you say the soul like what is the soul you know what's your definition of the soul I know so many people would like to say the soul is a spirit or the soul is this yeah. or that. But I'd like to say the soul is like your subconscious. Mm. Mm. I like to mm. define the soul mm. as your subconscious in a way. Because mm. I feel as if... <clears throat> actually, let me actually start by this quote. Because it says that what if life isn't about becoming anything? Mm. What if it's about unbecoming everything you're not so that you can be who you're originally meant to be? Mm. That is deep. That quote hit me so much. I started questioning everything that's happening. To say, yes, I was brought in this world and I have all this that's happening now. I've grown so much over the years and I've downloaded a lot of things. Like you were saying um, that... By six years old, you you know everything that you need to learn. So if you want to teach a kid love, show the kid love before the they get stages, in the uh, early stages. Yeah. yeah, by the time they get to six, they've known they know everything that they need to to learn. So um, when you then when they start becoming teens and they start being crazy and stuff like that, you've already taught them already. So you can't start changing things mm-hmm. now. You get what I mean? So it's always fascinating to think that you know what when i came on this earth i had everything that i needed because mm. we are always stuck with the thought that you know what i need this i need that but no i actually don't think that's the way i feel as if you have everything you need to make things happen be fruitful and multiply mm. because you have the things already like it's it's like you can't teach someone this is how you become a leader yeah there are certain spaces that someone might be shy at work, but then at the club, they're like the lead. You get what I mean? <laughs> so you're naturally inclined. Your proclivity is towards entertainment, mm. right? Not actually being training people or doing all that stuff at work, right? But your natural proclivity is towards entertainment. And I feel as if that's with everyone. We all have our natural inclination to a certain thing. But why is that so? There is a reason why probably everyone in in someone in in my family probably like is a banker or did things like that, right? But then, what if I like cooking? There is a it didn't come from my parents. It didn't come from anyone else. But then, because probably I saw Gordon Ramsay or I saw whoever um, chef on TV, it just clicked to say, oh snap, I think I like that. Then you start investing yourself in it. Why is that? I believe that's the subconscious. That's the soul. Because you have it already in you. Then it taps into your mind because you've seen through the body that this is nice. Then it 
then resonates exactly like body mind and soul they then become one and it resonates so that's why i'm thinking the soul is like so deep yeah i kind of agree i mean <laughs> but then i still feel like the soul the mind the body they just intertwine yeah why yeah. because for us to to understand the soul you know because i think probably my definition of the soul probably the essence of a person yeah. you know Ooh, that's actually you know deep. yeah and i'm thinking like with what you've been saying you know all that still needs to be processed mm. and dissected and i feel like at times it's like i see this whole thing like a like a pc man like you've got your ram you've got yeah. your operating software you've got your in software hardware you've got all exactly you cannot just have hardware without the software you know mm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Talking about that, I just want to talk about shifted to mental health, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, the idea of lockdowns has become a norm. Yeah. You know, we've been experiencing this for more than 12 months now. And I think it gets to a point where it kind of takes a toll on you in as much as right. you can try to to keep yourself busy you know mm-hmm. because i think the trap is in having an idle mind you know mm-hmm. when when you're stuck at home because i feel like right now we have a lot of people who are at home who have lost their jobs yeah. not just losing your jobs people who haven't seen their family members your siblings people who who are just fed up being stuck at home you know <laughs> like i could imagine even people who are Uh, introverts who don't like are going they even fed up with like, just being at home can you know I go out for <laughs> you know like this time if you lift it i'm going out you know you, you, you've like got that. people who who've always been at school that's all they know like mm. you know mm. and now they're just at home i think there's a point when it really gets to your head and i think if we've been seeing some of you know the effects of just being stuck at home mm. people going crazy on social media mm. you know i would just like want to tap into a bit of your uh personal life and to yeah. to to find out like how have you been processing this whole pandemic you know mm. um how has it been just for you like you know because i'm pretty sure you had to shift change a lot of things that you were used to doing yeah. you know and i think it goes back to the mind and body because like what i was saying earlier that you know we the consciousness the soul the consciousness you know we we position our mind to to create habits yeah and the body is now just reacting as reflex like you know i wake up at 6am i work out i make breakfast uh i bath i go to work yeah. come yeah. back yeah have a downtime maybe watch a movie or two yeah. read a book sleep it's mm-hmm. a routine right mm-hmm. that's what the mind and your body was used to for most people yeah. but now a lot of people aren't you know taking a shower as regular as they used to hey you speak for yourself <laughs> hey hey for yourself. i'm not attacking why are you being defensive <laughs> you know yeah. but like i'd want to know like how have you been processing that i think it's important to address that because yeah. I know a lot of people who are in similar situations and they'll probably be thinking, "Oh man, why does it feel like I'm the only one who's, you know, going through this?" Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of us can be under the illusion when we see people post on social media and we think, nah, they're not, you know, really Open feeling the pain yeah. as much yeah. as we are, you know." Yeah. So, I've always been a firm believer that you can only control the things you can control what mm. you can't control you have to let go right but after 2 years of trying to let go of the pandemic damn it hits you man like for real i'm just trying to be real here because you can only go on for so long because for me i've always been a person of routine mm. like i like waking up early i'm an early riser early sleeper as well so I wake up probably okay I used to wake up. Let me actually <laughs> let me actually go through my routine before. Yeah, yeah. So I used to wake up right probably 5:36. Mm. I wake up, I read the word, I drink water, I meditate, stuff like that. 
then after that i packed because i pre-packed my 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 clothes before i wait before the the next day mm. so i'll take my things put them in the car go to the gym right yeah and then all of a sudden after gym i go to work everything is scripted like everything is done so i i make sure i get into the office probably seven it starts at eight but by seven i'm there because i'm in the gym 5 30 or something or six yeah, yeah. so seven i'm i'm at the office i'm dressed I'm, I'm getting my work done before before time by the time people then come in i'm already ahead i'm already canceling things off my checklist right then after that um it's home cooking cleaning then you know they're like yada yada then the next day again it's again so I'm, i've always been a person of routine but the lockdown yo has been intense man i don't want to lie because now i can't go to the gym mm. i can't get into the office early mm. i can't do all these things i can't interact with people because for me i'm an extrovert right so i love interaction i like i like sharing experiences with people but it's hard if those people are not in your proximity yeah so yeah i think i think for a lot of people that's the part that has really been hard to really adjust yeah because i mean we've been positioned that way we've been conditioned that way rather you know from the time we were growing up you go to preschool you were always we never in isolation yeah. around a community people. even in school you're working on assignments as group assignments you're working with the team yeah and all that is just taken away and before you know it you were just stuck in your room stuck in your house exactly you can't exactly. go anyway and even remember we had business during weekends like other sources of income during yeah. the weekends and now you can't do that anymore and that also takes a toll on both your pockets your mind mm. and everything you know because that was your time to say okay let me do something for me mm. but then now <laughs> you're stuck at home and then all you have to do is work you know so even for example now because of the lockdown so many people have so cuz everything now is now remote so you have meetings all day literally because now you to to, to compensate for that physical um Experience, presence yeah. and and that you have to have more calls and more frequent catch-ups so you're constantly on in meetings throughout from morning afternoon then afternoon you start having to reply to emails and making that work so the only time you actually have to work is after work <laughs> so you're yeah. working after work yeah. so you start doing the actual work that you need to do so that you can get deliverables done and meet deadlines and stuff like that and it's now always most of the time in the evening yeah but then there's no balance in life mm. in that because all you're doing is working so I've literally scripted one thing to say what I need to adhere to is a 9 to 9. To say I spend 12 hours working for someone else. Then the next 12 hours is for me doing me and mm. whatever I want to do. So at work they know if I'm not working if if it's 9 I'm not going to do I'm not going to be available. Yeah. So I've I've tried to to put like a timeline on everything. So at least whatever I want to do and I no longer have a set routine as usual. Mm. Like I usually wake up work out and stuff like that but now it's probably something else but then I make sure that I have like an agenda of everything that I want to do. Dude. As long as I've done that by 9, yeah. It's done. I don't have to say work out is at 9 then after I lunch work then stuff like that. If lunch is at 10 a.m. so be it. so that it one I'm also doing something else you know so i feel as if having routine is still good but just be flexible enough to shift things around so that at least you make things work yeah yeah i i totally agree you know routines work yeah uh, routines work um i think but they just, get boring ex- exactly this switch it up you know switch it up i know like of course you know i'm pretty sure you had to kind of switch it up a bit you know from sleeping super early you kind of had to just that a bit you know yeah. but then again you you would say someone would say of course you know you've got a uh a great working relationship with your employers you know mm-hmm. um i mean someone would see it as you calling the shot saying you know after nine i'm not working but then we've got we also need to understand that you know um 
There's some out there who don't have that type of experience. Exactly, like because now what makes it worse is a lot of people lost their jobs. Mm. And mm. we also need to understand that, you know, just because we're in the middle of a pandemic doesn't mean responsibilities stop. Stop, yeah, true. You That's know, true. That's true. and like I've actually seen people try to find more sources of income during the pandemic because now their salary had been cut off because they're working mm, less hours. True. You know? Facts. And um, there's no point in them getting like a big paycheck when yeah. they're working maybe three times a week as yeah. opposed to five times or seven times true. in a week, you know? And find that some people now had to really strip all the routines that really focus on them personally. Because yeah, yeah. you've got people working three different jobs online. True. You're working now when the time you're supposed to be resting, sleeping, mm. you have to correspond with your working office in the States, yeah. working different time zones. Yeah. And all that, I, I feel like it takes a toll on your time, you know. Sure, I just sure. wanted to read, also add and read something, you know, like um, there's this quote that says, give yourself permission to unplug regroup without mm. feeling guilty. You can't be there for others if you don't take care of yourself first. Facts, man. Facts. I feel like a lot of people went in that phase where they had to go through self-introspection and just evaluate themselves and evaluate their life. You yeah. know, a lot of people also kind of understood that they were really putting so much for maybe a job that could replace them in an instant. Facts. You know, Fact. so sometimes you start to evaluate and assess that situation that is it really worth it? I'm not even mm. spending time with my family. Yeah. I'm not even spending time on myself. Yeah. But again, the you tricky need to thing, get the money, exactly, where the money resides. You know, so, and also like in that, like just to go back to the quote, like, yeah. you know how they would say like being like a sociable person all the time is not healthy. Mm. You know, a lot of people kind of had to be themselves, you know, take time on themselves. But again, a lot of that as well is not healthy, True. you know? True. So, like, you see a lot of people posting weird stuff, mm. you know? Like, I feel like the pandemic and the lockdown kind of exposed people, like, the frustration you can now yeah. see yeah. that, you know, they're yeah. fed up, you know? And I think we're exposed to the real, authentic people, yeah. you know? And... It kind of worked to an advantage because I feel like if there's something that was um, not really, you know, um, what could I say? Maybe we could regard insane about them acting in a certain way. When you're exposed, I think the whole idea of being exposed is to work on yourself and yeah. become a better person. Fact. You know, and the pandemic has done that for people. So even when you're talking about the employed and who don't have like that close relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. with the employer and those who are unemployed sure. who actually don't have that as mm. well. I'd like to address those in probably in three points. I think the first one is whatever or whoever you are, doesn't matter your occupation or if you're unemployed or anything. Yeah. We need to understand five things. They're like the five ifs. The first thing that will always come first is faith, mm. right? I don't know what you believe in. It might be the universe, it's Allah, it's God, whatever. But it's, the first thing... Have, in, have something have some you believe in, system, you know? Yeah. yeah. So the first thing is faith. The second thing is family, mm. right? The third thing is um, friendship, right? Mm. Then the other thing is your fitness. Mm. And then the last thing is finances. Damn. If you put your life and organize it in this order... Because now there's so many people who are working overtime, but they don't have time for their families. So what are you working for? You just expose my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, those are your priorities in that order. It should be like that. Faith, uh, family, friends, f um, fitness, and then lastly, finances in that order. So that's the first point I wanted to talk about. You know, mm -hmm. this, is, this is like a crazy revelation because, you know... Of course, you know, most people would probably say faith at the top. But in reality, a lot of us have finances at, at the, the top. top. This is why people 
will spend more time chasing that paper than mm. even reading just a verse. Exactly, fam. Or just stopping to just worship or just to have a prayer, you know? And so many people are now in guilt mm. to say, because yeah. I don't pray so much, hey, I'm far from, from my make, I'm far from the universe, I'm far from Allah, right? But then there are certain things, simple things, you can listen to worship music or praise music on your way to work. Mm. You can literally, even whilst you're working, you can still listen to music. That in itself is a form of prayer. Mm. And you shouldn't feel guilty that you're... Because the maker or the universe isn't far from you. It's in... He or she is in you. Mm. So that's one thing we need to understand. I think, you know, now that you've mentioned that, I think the biggest problem with us people, we, we always assume there's a way to be in tune with our faith. Mm. Like, there's like a scripted way... This is the right way mm. to do, to go about it. You know, like I always say, there are people who are more in tune when they pray. There are people who are more in tune when they read the word. Yeah. There are people who are in tune when they're just literally just being there for other people. Exactly. exactly. They're in tune with their faith when they act according to what their faith stands for, you know, and their belief system, you know, and there are people who are just in tune with their faith based on just... Spending that time to meditate, worship, whatever the case may be. The thing that I actually realized is, with exactly what you're saying, is that you will find faith everywhere. Mm. You can watch a movie and something can dawn on you. Thank you. You You can listen to a song and even a rap song with cuss words. You can listen to it and still be like, snap. This hit hard because you can resonate with what's being said. Mm. Like there's certain songs This is why probably I love Jacob I know I'm exposing myself But yeah Because some words He can even tell you to love yours And no There's no place better than What you have yeah. There's nothing better than what you have mm. But it's because you're looking at someone else And thinking he's got it better But have you seen their problems mm. You don't know them Because you're comparing your Your downtime Like the time where you're down low and out With their highlight reels mm. And it seems so off, but hey, you're comparing the wrong things. So I feel as if we should actually take those five things in, 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 in play and in that order. The other thing I wanted to talk about is if you're working and you have a stipulated time that you're supposed to be working for, if it's an eight to five, that's probably seven and a half hours in a day. Make sure you utilize those 7.5 hours. Reduce social media interaction, reduce a lot of these other things because if you don't and spend an hour on Instagram, you're going to use that hour working overtime mm. and you're no longer efficient. That time you're, suppo- you're now working overtime is the time you're supposed to be chilling with friends. Now you can't do that and you keep overcompensating for things that you're not taking hit off or understanding much, mm. right? So that's one tip that I wanted to give all those people who are working to say, Yes, I'm able to say 9 to 9, but it's because I'm very efficient and I make things work in those 7.5 hours. So that when I say that I want some time alone, they mm. understand it because I'm delivering and I'm making use of that time, right? Yeah. So I feel as if that's, 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 that's very important. To those that are unemployed and you've got responsibilities, or those that are just unemployed and don't have responsibilities, let me start with those. Don't be so hard on yourself, but don't stop trying. I know that feeling of rejection is bad. Someone, you're applying, but then you're being told, nah, we took other people who are better. <laughs> it, it really gets to you, and that rejection is something that's It cuts deep. But then what you have to understand is that it's not about you. Your time and chance will come. Yeah. Be patient with yourself, but keep trying. Don't stop. Don't, never lose don't, hope. Don't, yeah, never lose hope, fam. It will come, and you will be surprised that the lessons that you're learning now are actually molding you for the next job that you're going to get. It's not easy. It's, 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 <laughs> not, easy it's not easy. Because man. the frustrations are real. Because I, I, I think, you know, like... Even the comparisons, fam. You're like, I was with this guy in high school. Look at where he is. Sometimes it's even like, this guy was like four years my junior. I've been <laughs> applying back to back for four years, fam. There's no interview I've not being, yeah. you know, and I'm just, just got not, the job? you know, maybe sometimes he got the job at entry level. Maybe mm. you're going to start 
at the top at senior level but that's the thing you need to learn to run your race mm. be in your lane because at the end of the day you might get into someone's lane because you think it's better but they're running a 100 meter race and you think they're going so fast but then only to stop whilst you're still going because yours is a 200 meter race you get so comparison is a thief of joy and but you can't stop anyone from from that because it's life but try as much as possible to focus on you and what's happening with you and the third thing for those that are unemployed and have responsibility the world is tough and i don't want to lie to that's the harsh reality that's the harsh reality i do not even want to lie it's not easy it's like the hardest thing you ever have to find was i think for me as an example i can't really say um i can't really give like any but i felt that 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 pain of or that burden of being a breadwinner ever since i came from a level mm. and it's not easy and i know it's actually worse if you actually don't have a job yeah and you have to hustle worse it's now coupled with the pandemic mm. bro i feel your pain and i feel what you're going through but remember everything we go through makes us better makes us stronger if you're still alive and you're still moving then that means your life has got purpose and there's a lot f- for you in store so that's just the the inspiration i wanted to give you guys and if it doesn't work hey hey do what you got to do that's the honest truth because life is hard and it's not easy yeah you know what time it is this is the time for the real life with the homies hey y'all this is the real life with the homies yo hey what's poppin you know how it goes down this is real life with our homies keep a trail moving on <laughs> you know i think um we need to really address this it's something that i feel like it will create a discourse um that will better our community and better generations to come we need to have uh clarity you know and i feel like uh as men we are misunderstood by women there's a reason why you know a lot of men <laughs> will always get defensive whenever they hear men are trash yeah you know um but i think it's important to also just try and explain where we're coming from and address um why we feel misunderstood yeah. you know um mainly because i feel like at most uh men find it hard to open up mainly because of um how women <laughs> respond and react you know like oh, like I think firstly it's because of how we were brought up. Even when you were a kid you would be told that um don't cry. Come on man, come on, don't cry. Boys don't cry. Things like that, right? But that's not really an excuse because at the end you've got time to grow and and mature yeah. and change. But what your point was saying to say it's now based on when you then want to open up. It then becomes a problem because how we were brought up is also in your minds because We were not brought up by men alone. We were brought up by women as well. And those are the same women that tell us don't mm. cry. Men don't cry. So that mentality is now in women too to say men are strong. Men are are protectors and providers so you can't show weakness. I feel like at times women can contradict themselves because they want us to be vulnerable and they want us to be strong, strong as well. You know? <laughs> and then when men become vulnerable they don't understand being vulnerable is part of ex- exercising that strength because now, it takes a lot to be exactly. vulnerable exactly and now they then say ah why are you doing why are you You're so being simp. so weak why are you i don't want a weak man yeah you know? i want someone who can you know so what you're trying to say you're trying to invalidate my emotions and yeah. my feelings how i feel because mm. i also need to process it at the end of the day Regardless of me being a man, mm. I have emotions mm. just like you and I also have to release all these emotions. Yeah. But the problem comes when I go through something for example, you know, 
the the concept of rejection like for example me pursuing uh trying to get a job yeah. secure a job yeah. you go for an interview and you rejected yeah fast forward uh 6 months later you are 10 interviews in the 500 applications in you've been rejected almost every interview you know some applications don't even get responded it's not like I'm not trying. <laughs> I mean, 500 applications. Dude, I'm not trying. I'm What? probably doing 10 a day. Exactly. You know, like 10 uh, by 30, that's 300 in a month. Now, I'm now being judged or compared to other the, dudes who had it probably easier because well, maybe nepotism or, or connections you know, or whatever. Things like that, you know. Now I'm even afraid to disclose to my woman that okay I've mm. been retrenched. Yeah. You know this is why you find a man can lose his job and he'll wake up every morning and pretend like he's going to work. Exactly. And for a whole year. <laughs> exactly. You know? And the whole time you're still telling your friend, "Nah, he's the FD." But the whole time there's a new FD, you know? <laughs> And then now you are mad that he didn't say anything. Now you are mad and you're picking up on these traits that is now developed that mm. are, you know, effects of the frustration because he's bottling all this stuff in, mm. you know, because the thought of him telling you that okay, this is a situation I'm in, mm. you know, he's not trying to have another you know conflicts yeah. with you yeah. telling him that is a simp or he's a weak man you know and also to add it only doesn't affect people who are in relationships but it affects men who want to get into, into relationships. relationships and i've actually noticed this uh one of my friends Bro. always used to come to me and say you know what this girl she likes me so much but i've got nothing to give You know because yes it might work out then she might be like yes ah you dope everything's good i've got feelings and all that stuff we vibe but at the end of the day what am i bringing to the table as a man because i've been dubbed as protector and provider of the family but i am not doing any of those because of my situation so i tend to then say ah i want to get into the relationship but i can't can't i want but i really can't to be to be honest that's 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 the biggest conundrum that most men have yeah you know and i'm always i'm always telling my 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 female friends you know that it's never that deep you know they talk about yo i've been hinting on this guy that i like you but he's not making a move. He wants to make a move and but he can he see knows. the hints. <laughs> and, he, and he knows. He knows soon as he, you know, he affirms how he feels yeah. about you, then a relationship starts. The next thing, it's stress mm. after stress because mm. there's a lot of expectations so that I involved. I'm not going to jeopardize my peace of mind. Facts. Because um if you're thinking that I'm going to put this whole relationship concept before my peace of mind mm. then you got the whole plot you wrong it. you know and another 10 tip for for the ladies out there when your man tells you something it's more of because we are so reserved we don't talk about the things we go through when we actually do we do it and we go in if you then respond to us like ah oh, come on man man up Ah come on cuz already in your mental you might not say it but in your mental it's like men are supposed to be strong they're supposed to be taking care of this Iowa look at Jimmy he's doing this well why what's your problem if you ever do that that means we won't ever open up because it takes time for us to open up and when we o- open up you then ghost our feelings and then go on to compare us wow and women are surprised why <laughs> You know, a married man who will go spend time with his boys playing mm. FIFA or at the pub drinking because they can <laughs> express themselves and say, "Oh man, I've been having a really messed up week. I just got retrenched." And they're not going to get judged by the by other dudes there because they're going through the they're same thing. They're going through the same thing. It's a safe space. This is so, why pubs are always filled with guys because they can't express themselves at home because it's not an open environment to do so 
you're afraid of being judged, you're afraid of being castrated or being emasculated. Like it's so much. So it's it's actually crazy. But then for us somehow we find solace in vices. This mm. is why people start smoking. This mm. is why people start drinking because they can't really but process people, their emotions. People resort to infidelity. Mm. Because of that. Not that not we are promoting we're not infidelity, promoting but we're saying a lot of times it's really because of that because it's a sort of escape for this dude. Yeah. At the end of the day, the guy's just looking for an escape because he's dreading going home. Fact. I'd rather go home when my wife is sleeping mm. so that we don't engage in this because I'm going to be told about more problems. True. That I can't even handle right now. And as men, the one thing that you also need to understand about men is that we are designed to be problem solvers. Like if you come with something to us, all we think about is solving it. Sometimes you guys just want to vent, right? But then just want us someone to, just to talk listen. To. Yeah, exactly. But then we are not, that's not our mechanism in a way. Yes, we can. After like proper dialogue and growth and, and stuff like after that. After a whole lot of unlearning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, learning as well because we're not taught to be like that. So it's things like that whereby we also need to take heed and understand to say, if this happens like this, this is somehow, I have to take it so conscious and understand, which, oh, this is where this guy is coming from. And no two people are the same. Each guy is different. So if you have yours, please do pay attention because, yeah. And another thing, like, I've, I've seen, you know, scenarios where, like, the guy's really trying, he's been trying to get a job. Mm. You know, he's got the qualifications. You know, he might even have the working experience, but he's not getting the job because mm. the system is rigged at times, exactly. you know. Um, or even it, the country they're in is under sanctions or crazy things like that, you know. There you go. And he resorts to a job that still is going to pay bills. For example, <laughs> flipping burgers. Or even cleaning toilets. Toilets. And now it's a problem too. Because but it's to pay, you, oh. it's paying bills. Because to you, you feel as if, ah, my dude can't be doing this. Exactly. Ah, how will I look? But you're thinking about, about yourself. yourself. Are the bills being paid? Yes. Are you being, uh, is everything you need being provided for? Yes. Is it there for you when you vent and stuff? It's, sometimes yeah. it's about understanding, guys, that age. Life is not always clear cut as you we think, think We to. think of, 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 you know, the stats that are out there, you know, about, uh, gender-based violence, yeah. um, violence in general, you know, uh, probably 90% is men, Yeah, you know, we, we, initiate. we initiate that. And a lot of that is unsolved issues. Pent-up emotions. Exactly. Things that are being swept under you the know? rug. And we want to try and create a better society, a better world for generations that come. We, we're trying to, to desist from that whole concept of uh, bashing women or mm. violence in general, mm. you know. Uh, but how do we get to that point when you are discouraging the whole act of true the men trying to vent and right. open up? Because now, when you put yourself first, yeah. like you're just considering yourself, because the first thing you're thinking after I tell you that I just lost my job. You know? So how am I going to get... How are we going to pay for that trip that we're supposed to go to Dubai? How am I going to get my nails done? Exactly. You know? I mean... So, <laughs> all that takes a toll on dudes and dudes start behaving in a barbaric manner yeah. and we, we start to ask ourselves, where did we go wrong? And not to, not to be supporting that kind of behavior. Of course. Um, to the guys out there, try as much as possible. Because this, I, I feel as if things like gender-based violence and all that stuff, it's a dialogue. Mm. It's not just saying, hey, men should stop. No. It's a thing whereby there needs to be collaborative effort. Because it's not only the men. Some of the triggers are coming from women. And you also need to understand that, okay, if I am dealing with this and this and that, this is how I'm supposed to approach this situation and do this. And this is why we're having this podcast. To try and show you guys that this is what happens in a man's world. And this is, these are the problems that we face. And we also need an outlet. Most of the times you then complain he's always with the boys. But that's the only 
place I can vent. But the moment I get back home, I'm being downtrodden by so many other problems or extra problems that, you know, sometimes you don't want. Sometimes it's all about helping each other. This is why we are trying to create this dialogue so that at least you understand both ways. And if you guys can also do like a, a, an audio version of you replying to us, like voice notes right. and things please like that, the please send them the, through via Instagram. Yeah. Um, the handles, you have them when you we see definitely the link. Need feedback. We also need feedback on how you guys react and how you feel about this entire situation. But Or it's, maybe we have the whole thing wrong you yeah know? yeah uh, correct us if we're wrong that's very yeah. true so this is why we're trying to engage this dialogue in this dialogue so even us we're trying to tell you where we are coming from and the yeah. situations we've seen i've literally had a close uh someone who was close it's actually my brother's friend who literally hung themselves this guy had been out the job for like three months but no one knew like, how do you actually tell that your is, wife? That is. And you're leaving kids behind, but it's just because you just couldn't communicate because it was not there. The channel was not provided for. Or it was there, but you still feel as if you can't be doing that because how you're raised, you feel as if it's now saying you can't be protected and provided, but everyone is looking up to you. So this is why so many people resort to drugs. This is why so many people resort to taking their lives because it's just That's too so much for sad. them, you know? And it's sad because it's something close to me. It's actually something very close to 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 family, you know. So it's, I think it's insane. Now that you said that, I think it also kind of highlights why, you know, if you look world over, um, mm. the stats of um, people committing suicide, it's always the trajectory always has a dominance of men. Yeah, eighty percent or plus. Yeah, so is men. Because and most of the times it's because of depression and you know um things that are happening in the head and a, a lot of times it's because these things are things that aren't being said yeah it's yeah things that are just being processed but you need to understand the mind can only handle so much true you know true. this is why it's important to vent out to 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 open up and to but, have channels to do so. Like, even if you check, like, with the literacy or the things that are being published nowadays, 80 to 90% of the stuff, it's women-based. Mm. No one is helping men to, to try and process their emotions. No books, not, not a lot of books are being mm. issued about, but it's always about women mostly and how they, we should be equal and stuff like that. It's not a bad thing, but now we're saying it's more of negating men of which you then end up complaining about men, but we don't know where to get these. Complaining men spending a lot of time in the gym. It's because they're frustrated. It'll take it, I'll take it out on a punching bag. Yeah, you know? exactly. You I'd know? rather lift 100 kg. I can't lift 100 kg, but, <laughs> but you'd rather do it, you know. So it's things like that, whereby we also need to understand each other as, as different genders and help each other flourish and become better. Uh, if you see a dude trying to become better, please don't bash them. Because they are actively trying to become better. The moment you bash them, they become closed in again, and they won't end up. It's like a evolving. it's like a person who's who's an addict. It's mm. like the moment you close them out when they're trying to become better or they're trying to seek help, they relapse. They relapse, and then when they relapse, that cycle starts all over again. Maybe this time around, it's even worse than mm. before. You know. And the first thing you say is, "I knew you were going to do this again." You see, of which you don't want that. You also want help because, yes, we are men. Because we also need to understand some of the things as men that we're dealing with, these are things that have been built over decades. It's like a tree trying to take down a brooded tree that has mm. lived for decades. It's a tree that has been there for a year. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's easy to, 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 to uproot it, yeah. But... A tree that has been like up for years, you know, we have to actually go root deep. Yeah. And I feel as if we also need to stop addressing things by cutting off the branches and mm. the leaves. We need to address things from the roots, like how we raise our children. From now on, we should stop telling boys to say, don't cry. Men don't cry. Because that's where it starts. After that... All we know is just trying to be strong for everyone else except being strong for ourselves. That we don't know. 
So let's all start raising as young long kings. As you got a heart beat, you're not that strong. Dude. Yeah, gee, if you wanna cry, cry. Uh, acknowledge those things. Acknowledge your emotions. your emotions. Yeah, yeah. If you wanna let it out, let it out. So yeah, um, it's been good. Thank you so it's much, uh, Alvin. I really appreciate you. You know, it's always good having these discussions. I mean, we always talk about these things. Yeah. Off the record. Off the you record. Know, so it's but it's good. good to, you know, touch on. And I'm pretty sure, you know, even the other guys listening in will probably be appreciative of, you know, us addressing this. Because I know, because, I mean, we've been to pubs. We've been to... Fam. He's, it's not, it's like you can meet a person you've never seen in your life, but mm. the conversations are the same. Yeah. The challenges we face as men are the same. Yeah. And it's really a thing about we cannot become better on our own. We also need the help of everyone else yeah. to become the best versions of ourselves. I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to create healthy people and healthy True. environments and even with that thing whereby you always hear people saying if you want to get into uni if you're a dude you have to have 13 to mm. 14 to 15 to 14 points right if you're a girl it's then 12 and 13 points you guys are pushing for gender equality but why can't you just also reduce the standards for us <laughs> <laughs> because to be honest it's now tough who, who how many people are able to get 14 15 points i mean this is just an example that's, yeah. that was close to my mind. But then it's things like that whereby you guys are pushing to go up. We are also asking for some slack. Cut us some slack. <laughs> Understand where we're coming from. We're not saying we're no longer men. We're, you know, like be the men yourselves. No, we're just saying just understand where we're coming from, what we have to deal with. And then I feel as if that's the best way to, to start the conversation. Yes, thank you so much. And before we end, um, I just want to say it's okay to seek for help. Mm. It's okay to... Not be okay. Exactly. It's okay to express your feelings, your emotions. Never, ever think that your feelings are invalid. invalid. Mm. Um, that's the biggest mistake that you can mm. ever make. But in processing your feelings and your emotions... Also try to have honest conversations with yourself as to why you feel that way. Yeah. Always try to find a solution to how you could better the situation. And sometimes you might try and drink it away, smoke it away, be in, like get into infidelity just to get the problems away. But the moment you're done with that, next thing it will still be back. Like when when you're when you're sober, when you're no longer high, the problems will still be there. Please share your handles. Um, your handles. My handles are growing Simba um, everywhere actually. Twitter and Instagram. That's where I'm mostly available. That is all from us. Uh, please please give us feedback. Please use that voice message option Changing, yeah. on the Anchor app. Yeah. Appreciate it. Peace and love to you all. Peace and love. We out. Oh, 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 oh,